Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy podcast that finally got what it always wanted. <laughs> Hellmouth. Hell we did it, guys. We're there. Band candy. The, the spiritual end of the show. Jesus. Where they could have just capped it all off and finished it. I mean, what more is there? I don't I, know where there is to go from here. There's nowhere to go. I think this is it. Oh, well. Um. I'm looking forward to whatever they come up with after this, but clearly they like, they wrote out an arc, right? And it ended here. Right, and yeah. And they got renewed, so they had to keep going. Right, because they had, like, the will they, won't they, and then Joyce was all mad at Giles. Yeah, and the then dark times. now they've reconciled. <laughs> oh, they reconcile like hell. Oh, boy. <laughs> So here we are, episode six, Band Candy, original air date, November 10th, 1998. Dave has allowed me in his house for a second time. And here we are, staring at each other. It's a very special episode once again. Across the table. Yeah. <laughs> we've, uh, we've been away from this for a while. Michaela was on a trip, so. We're rusty. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It all feels natural again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. I'm going to start us off with some international titles. Mm, yeah. Because I was recently international myself. Nice. So in German, this episode is called Außer Rand und Band, which is a translation to going wild, which... I mean... All of that in German means going wild? Apparently, I really feel like the translation I'm getting in parentheses here is... Uh, loose. Probably very loose. Fair. Uh, yeah, effet chocolat, which is the French one, which, you know, that's that's pretty... I think it gives it a bit away, but the show writers aren't trying to, you know, hide anything by calling it the effect of the chocolate, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... They makes it they make it pretty obvious pretty quick. Very quickly. Something's pretty funky with that chocolate. Then in Portuguese it's it's something actually no, the Portuguese one makes no sense. Abanda do I don't know if it's chocolate. I don't know Portuguese. Uh, the, chocolate the chocolate abandoned? The chocolate band. Oh. Which like Makes me... Mm, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so apparently I, I just Google translated that German thing. Out of the box is the direct oh, translation. So I guess... That's, just... that's good. <laughs> that's really good for this episode. Wow. Yeah. Especially if that means colloquially in German, going wild. Yeah. 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 No, it's great. It's clever. I mean, It's very I, good. Yeah. I like those puns. Yeah, puns, always. Highest form of humor. Uh, yeah. No so worries. this episode, Buffy has to do some PXJTs. Man, I really feel bad for anyone who listens to this podcast and does not watch Clone High. <laughs> They'll get most of it by the end. There's only 12 episodes of Clone High. I guess, High. like, at this point, yeah. yeah. They've seen most a lot of... the of, clips will have been heard a lot of Clone High. Oh, jeez. Right? The SATs yeah. is what we call it in America. Well, we don't call it that. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't take the SATs. No, we ain't got none of that shit. She's all worried about whatever. Mm -hmm. The G-Man is helping her study in the graveyard. Yeah, she uh, manages to stake a vamp and then complains about how late they're working. <laughs> uh, saying that surely they're the only ones working this late, right? <laughs> 
In fact, <laughs> the mayor is also working late. Oh, yeah. But it's not late for Mr. Trick. No, it's not. It's early. Yeah. There's a lot of time talk happening in these two scenes for some reason. That's fine. I wrote down that this is my favorite duo at the moment. <laughs> they're and great. I, I really think it is. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're so fun. Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else that's having as much fun as they are in general. Yeah. Especially together. Yeah. Yeah. No, because Mr. Trick's always having a great time. <laughs> always. And the mayor is having a good time unless there are germs. Right. And then he's upset. Doesn't like unhygienic things. No, no. So Mr. Trick, there's some sort of conspiracy going on. Yeah. Mayor is contracting Mr. Trick to do something. He mentions that he subcontracted it (laughs) to someone that's worked this town before. Not at this point, Dave. (laughs) I did not realize at this point, unfortunately. Well, it's not that obvious. Right. They kind of make it like a throwaway thing. And so if you were like really thinking about it, maybe. Well, I caught it and I thought it might be Spike coming back. Okay. (laughs) Alternatively, I thought it was Lyle Gorge coming back. (laughs) And if it was, because let me say, I had no idea what this episode was about going into it. Yeah. I I just knew that I should be excited. (laughs) So then there was a very real possibility in my mind that it was going to be Lyle Gorch. And this this entire podcast would just be done. I would never watch any Buffy again. Right. And I wouldn't have blamed you. Although I guess last episode was Homecoming. Yeah. So that would have been really cool. That would have been just insane. Yeah. That's insane. That's crazy. And I mean, if they're like, oh, yeah, we can have someone implement this plan for us. Your first thought is not, hey, that Lyle Gorch guy, he's a thinker. You know, (laughs) let's get him. Yeah. That's not his strong suit. I was thinking, not during this episode, but like a couple days before, that we really hadn't seen Ethan in a while. And even though we have Mr. Trick, our scamp quotient is still pretty low. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we need more scams. That's always what we need from this show. Hell yeah. (laughs) Not saying we'll get it, but we will. (laughs) Let's just address Buffy's ginger spice hair. (gasps) Oh my god, yeah, I have notes about it too. I'm just like, it's still happening. It's still happening. It's still there. Was it this bad always? Like, like, so before this season, she did not have ginger spice hair. But in this season, because this is the sixth episode of the season. So it's been... really depends on the lighting right right like in some light you can't even tell that it's happening but then i think maybe when it's darker like when she's in the graveyard it's just horrendously obvious really because i noticed it the opposite way i noticed it when they were in the school and it was like well lit yeah i saw just the platinum blonde (laughs) white blonde front yeah and then it goes to a completely different color for the rest of her head it's always been that bad it just isn't always as like insane as obvious and it depends how she styled her hair too yeah when it's like very very, like two very separate chunks then you're just like those are different colored things on right. her head or when it's sun rays just yeah. emanating from yeah. her head yeah see that wouldn't work with ginger spice hair i don't think i don't know did you notice that when she killed the vamp with a pencil the pencil did not disappear yeah yeah this whole episode is stakes staying around and being glad of it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. there's a time when she stakes two vampires yep. in a row with same the same stake yep. and i'm like good thing that didn't vanish yeah i think this is the new norm honestly i hope so because they gotta have some consistency they need here. consistency and it not only is it easier to have the stake stick around but i think it makes a lot more sense yeah like it makes a lot more sense. a ton more sense <laughs> because you know the idea that this thing is in the vampire therefore it also disappears like where Where's that end? Buffy's holding the thing that's in the vampire. The vampire's lying on the ground. (laughs) Where does it end? (laughs) 
<laughs> vampires in a building when this happens. <laughs> Boop, no more building. Yeah. Psych. <laughs> I did not realize at the start of this episode how truly glad I was to see Peace Nye, but he is here. <laughs> Principal Snyder, our most favorite Ferengi, oh. is back in full force. He's doing what he does best. Taking us into our first segment, <laughs> a segment we like to call Voluntold. <laughs> Yeah, that's fascinating, but we're paying you to monitor these clones as closely as possible, so if you want to keep your job, you can either write a report proving you know what it's like to be a student at Clone High. I'll do no such thing! Or I'm to kill you. I'll title it, What It's Like to Be a Teenage Clone, colon, A Rope of Sand. That's his raison d'etre, you know? Like... How many times in this episode does he tell people to do things they don't want to do? I have at least three yeah. on hand. Yeah. So this yeah. episode, he tells people that they need to sell band candy. Mm -hmm. Even though they're not in the marching band, the marching band needs new uniforms. Yeah. So they have to sell candy. That's one. Second one is a teacher has to fill in for Giles later on. Yeah. That's two. And then at the very end, the Scoobies have to clear off the graffiti off the lockers. Oh. So in this one episode... Yeah. <laughs> Peace Nye manages to get in, in three times. Oh. And then, for most of the rest of the episode, he's a kid. Yeah, and then he's just, I mean, he doesn't have the authority, or he right. doesn't think he has the authority to do it, but he, while he's an adult, he just he, goes crazy! Voluntelling people to do shit they don't want to do, left and right. I love that this is his thing. I it's mean, so he's the good. principal. So, like, in a way, his job is kind of no, to tell people what to do. But he delights in yes. the fact that they don't want to do it. Yeah. He always needs to find the person who wants to do it the least and give it to them. With this chocolate thing, though, it seems like all students yeah. are having to do it. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the locker cleaning off. And he likes to find the scoobs, right? And, well, he also likes to find things that he really doesn't want to do yeah. and foist, foist those off on other people. Yeah, that's true. So when the teacher's like, I don't want to do that, he's like, I don't want to do it either. Too bad. <laughs> Uh, Guess you should have been the principal. Okay, in this scene, Buffy's wearing this green skirt. The slit, Dave. It's up to like, like it's, it's so high. <laughs> there's like an inch up to her armpit. Like there's like an inch of skirt that doesn't have a slit. It's crazy high. That's madness. It's really crazy. And then, so you know, she's dressed, you know, like in a tank top and skirt. Cordy's wearing like a schoolgirl kind of outfit, yeah. skirt, whatever. Willow's wearing a fuzzy purple sweater. So I mean, clearly it's pretty warm. Everyone else is wearing summery clothes, and Willow has a fuzzy purple sweater on for I don't know whatever reason. God, she must have been so uncomfortable like, in that thing. Constantly. Like later on, she's wearing a fuzzy orange sweater. Like all she does is wear fuzzy sweaters, and I don't know why. And Oz still hasn't managed to find a shirt that's the correct size. But Shit, I didn't notice. <laughs> it's so big. It's like the short sleeve button up though, so yeah, it's like yeah. undone and like the but, and the short sleeves just go down to his elbows. elbows oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it's harder to tell when it's the short sleeves because right. you can see his hands. <laughs> but no, it does not. It does not fit. Oh. Ay, oh, yay, yay. And Buffy's complaining about the adults in her life being right. too overbearing. Yeah. I'm sure this won't come up again. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't going to set the stage for the rest of the episode. Yeah. That's crazy. Or for episodes in the future either. Yeah, yeah. So we've got some examples of that. Buffy wants to drive but can't. Right. Buffy says something super unhelpful to her mom about, like, if I wanted to take off again, I could just hop on a bus. And you're just like, hey. <laughs> like, that's, that's not... 
a good thing to say. No, and she does it because she's like, well, like, I don't need to drive to do that. Like, it's a bad reason. And you're like, hey, Buffy, maybe, maybe <laughs> not bring the argument up. to make. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's not going to let you drive regardless. This is just an excuse. It's one of those too soon things, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if it's never not too soon. You've been back for like a month and a half. You're like, that would never happen again. Uh, And if it did, I could make it happen in a heartbeat. I took the bus last time, didn't I? Yeah, no, 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 no. No. Uh, G Man's also giving her some grief, and she is much better than he expects her to be. This is back to like a season one concept where he was like, hey, I bet you can't do this. And then she does it really easily, and he's like, I guess our training is done for the day. Yeah, it's like, she gets the one chance and if she proves that she can do it then it's just like oh well no need to do this training i guess then she's really good at the whole blindfold thing though she throws a ball at him and it's a ricochet shot to hit him while she's blindfolded and like so this is a whole concept that i think it was in dodgeball so like this ball like the ball hits him in the face and he does not flinch like he knows someone's about to throw a ball at his face and like there's nothing and there's a scene in dodgeball where justin long just keeps getting hit over and over again in the face with the dodgeball and like zero flinch (laughs) and it's just it's remarkable because it's really hard not to flinch when you know it's gonna happen like they've told you right you're an actor and you're getting this thing thrown at your head yeah and you and it's like okay but don't flinch like i'm gonna throw this at you but don't flinch and yeah there's there's nothing from him wow He's a rock. Yeah, and he's also a look and fly as hell. Oh, God, yeah. And I Although mean, not as good as later <gasps> in the episode. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> but, you yeah, know, his... I think his going along with his suits just are better. Like, mm. his outfits are better. And he's, his tie is really good. I think it's silk again. I don't know. It's just like, before it was very much like librarian. And now it's like, whatever. <laughs> Make him look good. Buffy's wearing what I want to say is a black velour tracksuit. Oh, no. What? <laughs> Oh, God. Did you not notice? No. It's like, it's just, I mean, it's all black, so I might be reaching. Right. But, like, it's like a zip up, like, it's a hoodie, like a sweater, and it looks pretty velour-y. And then she's got, like, big black platforms on, like what sandals. With velour <laughs> in this show. Oh, no. Oh, that's just so Lordy. good. So, yeah, so she's lied to Joyce about having to hang out with Giles. Now she's lying to Giles about having to hang out with Joyce because... She's going to see the one fashion note that I do have. <laughs> Angel's token scene is him shirtless practicing Tai Chi. Oh, shirtless Tai Chi. We, the it's scene, the best way to do Tai Chi. The scene started and I was just like, oh, I forgot about this. Yeah, like, I forgot that he was having like token scenes. Right. Because this is it's, his only scene mm-hmm. in the episode. Still, We're still doing it. Yep. Yep. He needs that dialogue. <laughs> He's got that contract. How long do you think this is going to continue? I'm worried because we're six episodes deep in what? 22 episode season? Yeah. I'm worried it goes to the end of the season. (laughs) But it can't. That's insane. That would be so crazy because then you're getting him in knowing that you're doing nothing with the character. So what's what's your guess? Like, how much longer can this continue? Halfway. I'm guessing halfway he starts to get something because they usually try to do something that starts about halfway. We had Ao getting introduced in episode five (laughs) of season one. And then I think it was Kendra really kicked off the second half of season two. So you think episode 11, people are going to find out. Because right now it's a secret, right? They're about, yeah. Only, Only Buffy knows. Yeah. 
Okay. I think probably, based on previous experience. <laughs> what happens in this scene? Who gives a fuck? But like, oh, they bring up Scott! Right. I had fully <laughs> forgotten about Scott. 100%! <laughs> We went away from this for like two or three weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And it just completely slipped my mind that Scott was a character. Because he's so forgettable. He's so oh forgettable. Yeah. Oh, uh, she lies to Angel about still being with him, but blah, 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 blah. And like yeah. sexual tension. Uh, like what? Yeah. And something, because Buffy makes some weird comment about like how she smells or something. And then like, here, smell me. I don't like, smell uh, like garbage. Yeah. It's real weird. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she's like, awkward, better leave. And I mean, God forbid he put a shirt on. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> There is, what, a 10 second scene of her just ogling him? Pretty much. Well, he does. Like, okay, I don't know a lot about Tai Chi. Do uh-huh. you get that sweaty? <laughs> <laughs> I just. If you're doing it right. I can't imagine that you would, though. Let's get to the important part of the episode the butterfly clipping Buffy's hair. No, <laughs> I keep not noticing oh them. Oh my god, it was huge. <laughs> And it was like the the ginger spice hair was really coming through with the butterfly clip because a bu- the the front platinum part was all clipped together, oh, and then the rest Lord. of it was like all back, and yeah. it's so clearly a different color. It's such a different color. Such a different color. This was a fashion thing, though, right? At some point, yes, like definitely, they wanted two color hair. Oh yeah, but they had to be different parts of the hair that were colored differently. Yeah. I mean, it's literally ginger spice hair. Like I don't mm. know what else it is. Okay, yeah. No, the most important part of the episode is any part with. <laughs> Giles and Joyce hanging out. <laughs> this was before I knew anything about the episode. I know. And Buffy goes home. Joyce is there. She's like, where have you been? And she's like, I was hanging out with Giles. Giles comes around oh the corner. Oh my God, you lose your mind. My mind is gone. I'm like, oh my God. Yes, because what does this mean? This means that Joyce and Giles have been hanging out in Joyce's house yep. for a while. Sure have. Yeah, Joycels! Oh my god! But I mean, at this point, you were, you know, doing the Joycels dance. Yeah. The dance of Joycels, right. whatever. Your brother Numfar did the dance of joy for three moons. Numfar! Do the dance of joy. And you didn't, you didn't know how right you were. I had no clue how right I would be proved. <laughs> it's just the magic. Zero clue. Oh, the magic. So it's just like a constant upward <laughs> there's, slope there's of no excitedness. Down. No. There's no down in this no, episode. No, in this entire episode, it's all up from here. Oh, uh, they're making it super obvious that Candy is bad. Joyce she's, is just like shoveling it in as she's talking to yeah, Buffy. She just keeps eating the clearly evil chocolate. She's barely getting words around yeah. it. It's so good. And then she's like handing it to Giles. Yeah, Giles has a he, bit. He like, takes his own out after she puts hers away. They just keep eating it and you're like, huh. <laughs> Pretty, pretty obvious. I appreciate evil. it. You know what? It's the showrunners doing something obvious, but being like, yo, the yeah. candy, the candy's bad. <laughs> In case it wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah. This candy that they suspiciously have to sell. Let's be upfront about this. <laughs> Real bad. <laughs> candy. And you know who's getting sold the candy? All the parents. Mm-hmm. We now come into our scamp alert. <laughs> because it's Ethan, Michaela. It's Ethan. And it's like, honestly, this episode just has everything. <laughs> like, Including our second segment, <laughs> When It Rains, It Pours. <laughs> I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling, I'm happy again. It really does. 
Ethan Rain. Oh, he's lovely. so good. I know. Oh, he's great. He's excellent value for he, an episode. And you know, he's not even in that much no. of the episode. But he's he's nor, just there, scamping it up. Nor does his part really get no. resolved. Like. No, he gets at all. abandoned at some point, and then he just Question disappears. Mark. I mean, Ethan always just kind of gets yeah. away because his first instinct is "I'm a run now," yeah. which I don't blame him at all. It's a good survival it works tactic for him. For sure. Oh, yeah. Later we get, like, Scamp Squared. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Scamp Squared happens. That's so good. It's amazing. But, yeah, Ethan Rain's here. He's, I think, what, poisoning the chocolate or, yeah, like, whatever. overseeing the chocolate production. Yeah. Chocolate's bad. He's just such a fun time, yeah. always. I was so happy to see him again because I had been thinking about how we hadn't seen him for a while. Yeah. He's great. And it's interesting because, like... There's not really a reason that he needs to be here. No. Like, Mr. Trick could be doing this. He oh, could yeah. be overseeing this. There's no reason he needs to be Ethan, except that it creates a lot of fun for us to have with Ripper. <laughs> that is true like and a that's half. That's pretty much the only reason he's here, and I'm 100% on board for it. Yeah. Yeah. They still got that history going on. It's mm-hmm. good times. And, like, I had a brief moment of, like, this whole operation, like, how did they set this up? Like, I mean, Where I guess- is there a chocolate factory in Sunnydale? But then I was like, no, don't care, don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, study hall, Giles is late. <gasps> Giles? Late. <laughs> Mr. Responsible himself. He is Mr. Responsible. And yeah, uh, they're like, well, what do we do? Like, it's that thing of, I mean, and Cordelia even says, I've heard if it's 10 minutes. You know what? I had heard that I in had high heard school. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if a teacher is 10 minutes late for class, you get to leave. You get to leave. <laughs> I did that once. We had a teacher who was 15 minutes late to class, mm. and we all just left. Was there any repercussions to that? No. No? Yeah. So Not that go. I saw. Maybe for him. Yeah, maybe. But so, there you go. You heard it here, kids. It's real. It's a real rule. No, it's not. It's just... <laughs> Kids can basically do whatever they want if they are if they, coordinated. Oh, yeah. If they all do it, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, you can't yeah. discipline a class for having left after a teacher didn't show up for yep. their class. For sure. That's, That's not going to stand. No. Buffy's wearing a pink leopard print tank top. I think she might be doing V reverse V. Oh, Anyways, no. maybe later. Uh, she's got a cardigan as well, and this is where Will is wearing her fucking fuzzy sweater. And yeah, this whole scene, I mean, we're still doing this, obviously, this Willow Xander. stuff (laughs) that makes everyone it's such a disaster it's just it's just so upsetting yeah it's just like that's the only thing it is it's just the rest of this episode is so fun I'm having a great time and then there's this and I'm just like why there's Cordy talking to Buffy about how much she likes Xander Referring to the time before Xander as BX. Which is adorable. Super adorable. Meanwhile, Xander and Willow are f- playing footsies in the row behind them. Like, in like it would be so easy to see them. Super easy. So easy. Yeah. For anyone to see them. And, like, they kind of almost get caught and they freak out. But it's just the worst. It's terrible. Yeah. Peace Nice make, doing what he does best, mm. of course. He makes some other teacher go in and take over study hall. And she's just like, all right, let's chill out here for a couple minutes <laughs> until Peace Nice gone. <laughs> then we can all book it. <laughs> and they're all like, okay, <laughs> we're confused, but we're not going to argue. Which is, that could be the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Buffy's like, hey, oh my God, Giles man. didn't show up to class. What the hell? I mean, that's, that's pretty fucked up. Something like, must be yeah. wrong with Something him. Something must be super wrong with him. So she goes over to his place to check it out. <laughs> Joyce is there! <laughs> Joyce's and Ethan in the same episode! 
No wonder people were telling me I'd be excited. I still didn't realize how excited like, I would be. Because you can't. You can't imagine where this is going. Because at this point, I, I fully had... imagined where it was okay, going. I just sure. didn't think it would be real. Right. Because at this point, like, you know, the teachers have been acting weird. Yeah. But you still haven't really got, like, you don't know exactly what's going on. Just that, like, something's wrong with the adults related to the chocolate. Yeah. So they give her some spiel about them planning out her life. And they're both acting super normal. Yeah. Until... Until Buffy leaves. Because <laughs> Joyce gives her the keys to the <laughs> Jeep. Right. And at this point, Buffy should have been like, wait. <laughs> she was. She says like, really? But yes. then she just rolls with it. I mean, I understand she wants to drive. But like, it's so suspicious. It's super suspicious. It's the hell mouth. Giles didn't show up. And now Joyce is giving you the keys to the Jeep. Like. Something is very wrong. Yeah. But, but she's too excited. She's like, fuck it. Out of here before you change your mind. Yeah. Giles at one point, like, basically dismisses Buffy and then turns his back to her. And just stands there for like, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute with his back to her. And then when he turns around again, he's got a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> And Joyce is day drinking. Yeah. <laughs> she's got like a bottle of wine. I think she's just drinking straight from the bottle. There was no cup no, around there. No glass, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I had a note that like, they were probably making out before Buffy was here. They weren't yet. But like, I don't even care. <laughs> I still did not realize Giles's accent. Yeah. As he gets yeah. younger and younger. Yeah. Becomes more and more cockney. That's his actual voice. What? And that's the voice that Spike is based on. That's because he taught Genius Marshalls how to do Spike's voice because that's his actual fucking voice. No. Yes. <laughs> I wish everyone could see your face. It's delightful. It's yeah. amazing. That's his voice. His lower class yeah. voice yeah. is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it sounds a lot like Spike's accent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I love that as he got, like, older and more responsible, he sort of put on this fake accent. Yeah. And he just keeps it up all the time now. And it is the sort of thing, though, where, like, you know, if you go to certain schools or whatever, yeah. people are going to have much more posh accents. And it would be more in line. And I'm sure that once he started working for the Watchers, like, this is all he Oh, heard. yeah, the council? Yeah. I'm sure the council's posh as hell. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, it makes sense, like, he would have then gotten to the point where he was speaking more posh just naturally. Yeah. But then reverts slowly to this amazing, <laughs> apparently real accent. Yeah, that's just real. <laughs> so good. My notes from here on out are a lot more spotty, so you, you might just have to, like, jump in some places. It's all just you freaking out about how excited you are. <laughs> and we're, like, maybe halfway yeah. into the episode. I don't even know, yeah. We got Olds in the Bronze, though, and we got to talk about this, because I do not approve of Olds in the so Bronze. this was one of the times that I was laughing so hard that I had to pause, <laughs> because there were so many Olds in the Bronze. There were just so many, and, like, I just... They're outnumbering the kids like there are barely any children yeah. in here which makes sense because apparently this place can serve alcohol yeah or I they don't... brought alcohol into it i don't know no like the bronze definitely serves alcohol and they're always drinking out of cups that really could contain alcohol yeah. but presumably don't because willow's they're... not getting drunk no yeah no it's weird i don't know about the bronze the bronze confuses me sometimes anyway tons of so tons many of olds. olds oh boy including yeah peace not uh... Peace Nye is so good he as young it. Peace Nye. He's, he's so good. He just... 
So the things that I love, right? He doesn't have any friends, so yeah. he latches onto the Scoobies yeah. as like his friend group and just starts going along with them. Just following them yeah. everywhere, yeah. It's super high school. Oh yeah. I <laughs> he's always on the lookout for babes. Foxy ladies. <laughs> when he sees the foxy ladies and goes to put the moves on them. Oh my god. And he like he does up his jacket yeah. and struts off. You're like, yes. <laughs> This was the second time I needed to pause it because I was laughing so hard. Understandable. Oh, Teenage Peas Night, like, it doesn't get any better it's than this. It's incredible. It's incredible. Like, he, at one point he says, this place is fun city. <laughs> like, totally, seriously. Hey, gang, this place is fun city, huh? <laughs> he and says he's, he's so he's, psyched. He's stoked. Stoked. Yeah. Stoked. He's so stoked. And yeah, they're just like trying to ignore him and he won't go away, but they're like, whatever. Like His voice goes up like a solid yeah. octave. He, uh, and like Miss Barton is there, the teacher from before, and she's just like high as hell. <laughs> she, she's talking about how Will's a tree and how she's hungry. I don't know. <laughs> And, oh, it's so good. And, like, dingoes are playing, and all, like, all the adults are so into it. Yeah, it's yeah. just the dingoes that are, like, the kids, and then yeah. Willow and Buffy are yeah. there. and they're like, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> I had another very sad moment here, because Oz's face, like, lights up when Willow shows up, and I was just like, no. Oh. Oz. <laughs> but then you went from that to seeing Ripper being a bad boy. And you were like, 45? That's, That's not, not old. old. <sighs> Sploosh. So, one of the tropes for this episode right. is something like, all girls want bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, is a trope. And it's not wrong, I don't think. I think it's just not wrong. Ripper was such a cool young person. I know. <laughs> like, he's so cool. He's, he oozes <laughs> cool. And I don't know how you do that at 45. <laughs> I don't know how don't you do know. that at 26. No, I don't know how you're that cool. And like, he just, like, Joyce is like so, she so, so wants to it. like, you know, like hang out with him because she thinks he's so cool. And he's just is, like so dismissive of her and she's so into it. And yeah. When they're at his place and she's like, you've got so many cool records. Oh, they're all right. <laughs> you're just like, oh, he's so cool. Oh my God, he's so cool. She asks him if he likes a band and he's like, no. Do you like Seals and Crafts? Me neither. <laughs> and like, yeah, he just keeps smoking. At one point, he just like lights a second cigarette in his mouth and just gives it to her. And he's like fixing his hair. I think he's wearing eyeliner. He is. Yeah. He has an earring. Yep. Mm hmm. So in this scene particularly, <laughs> Joyce sees a, a jacket that she really wants, and he's just like, you want it? Yeah. So he picks up a garbage can and smashes the window in to steal it for her. Because he's just so cool. Yeah, no, you've skipped like a million things. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Jump back to anything that you want to go back to. Um, Mostly just they they leave the bronze because they're trying they're I don't know where they're going and Peace Knight is you know still trying to hang out with them so he just he gets, gets in, in the, the car, car and, and no one cares and they're just like whatever <laughs> like let him come I guess and and then he's like oh Summers you drove like a spaz <laughs> 
think she does though. She does. She's the She's worst at driving. At it's it's horrifying. It, like, why is she even allowed to drive? We got this graduated license thing in Ontario. It's well, a pretty good idea. You can't actually drive a car until you've passed the written. And she's failed the written. Yeah. And like you can't drive alone right. until you pass That's, the driving test. There's no way this is legal, right? I don't know. Be, I don't know. And there's a little there's a little line too where Oz I mean, Oz is like, oh, but Giles is a teenager, like he was probably a pretty straight-laced guy. They're like, oh. <laughs> oh, right, you don't know about this. And then it cuts to the records and the fixing of the hair and, the, yeah, smoking and, yeah. I don't know what Joyce is wearing, but it's amazing. It's so good. It's amazing. Her hair is 80s as hell. Yeah, because she's got it all, like, on one side, and it makes her look, like, surprisingly young. Really young. Yeah, like, not that she ever looks old. I'm like, damn, 44? I don't know how old she is. Like, she's, That's not old. Yeah, not old. No one's old No today. one's old, no. <laughs> But yeah, she's got like a choker necklace. She got some boots that like Faith would be jealous of. Peace Nye is like, he still looks old. Because he's his wearing, mannerisms yeah. work really well to de-age him. Yeah. It's a very good physicality, like just nonverbal acting thing that he's doing. Because yeah, he's great. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's doing, yeah. Legitimately very talented actor. Oh yeah. And like, I mean, the fact that we have these adults in the show who are such good actors is really like what makes this episode work. Oh, um, incredibly Because so. they're just, they all do such a great job. Joyce like desperately wants to be cool and like there's this cool bad boy so she's just like follow him around and, and you he's get okay that, with like, it but like yeah, he'll you... bring her along with him and give her things that she wants but doesn't really care. He's just like, oh it's a girl. Yeah. Alright, come on girl. Yeah. And she just is like so insecure and it comes through and you're just like, but but you're an adult, but I'm like really believing this. I love it. I just, uh, I love all of it. And she got that crazy coat on. Like, I don't know what it's The that jacket, coat. it's like feathery. Yeah, it's like. so good. Uh, it's all so good. So Giles broke in yeah. to a department store a, and stole a thing. There's a cop like two steps away. Right, yeah. Right. Pulls up in the car, <laughs> gets out, yeah. points a gun at him. Giles <laughs> is like, oh, you're going to shoot me? <laughs> His entire thing around that is so good. Copper's got a gun. I never use it, though, man. Yeah. And then he just beats up the cop. And takes his takes gun. Takes his gun. <laughs> and then goes immediately into making out with Joyce. Mm-hmm. And this brings us into our last segment. <laughs> Setting sail. <laughs> Because this ship, Michaela, has officially (laughs) sailed. On the high seas. Thank you so much, showrunners, for doing these things. Making us, or giving us these things that we wanted. You've just done a great service, really. They really, they... I don't think you ever believed no, you were going to get an episode like this. And I understand why they did it, right? Yeah. Fundamentally, you have... It's sort of the argument that started the entire like shipping of Giles and Joyce, which is <laughs> they're the two adults that are age-appropriate and not creepy right. in the show. So you've got a guy and a girl... And neither of them are in romantic relationships. Right. That is where the shipping idea came from in the first place. And that's the only reason they're together in this episode, too. Yeah, they're sort of thrown together because they're discussing Buffy while having this chocolate 
And then they're just sort of already together when whatever happens, happens with the chocolate, right? And if you want to have adults acting like kids, you're going to have this be part of it. And what other characters do you have to use for this? You like introduce some new teachers that are initially seen to be stuffy or use the the established characters (laughs) that are established to be sort of making Buffy be more responsible. Apparently this was one of Christine Sutherland's favorite episodes. It's so good. Like, I mean, obviously. I mean, she gets to make out with Giles a couple times. Yeah. There's just that one scene where they roll up to the candy factory. (laughs) They're just standing there making out. Can you imagine how long they would have had to do that for? Because like, you've got so the car rolling up. And... There's so many takes. There's yeah. so many different shots they have to get They're of that. just going to stand there making out. You've got the like crane shot as the car is rolling up. And they did that once or <laughs> yep. twice. And yep. that takes a while yep. to set up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure this was her favorite episode to film. So good. And yeah, Teenage Giles, it's really the best. It's It's, astonishing. It's just the best. Yeah, like this is where my notes just devolved so badly because like I was enraptured by the episode. Yeah. So at some point I came out of it and I was like, oh, tons of amazing stuff just happened. (laughs) Buffy meets up with Ripper and Joyce. They find Ethan and give chase. (laughs) Like it took until then. From, like, when he disarms the cop, I just checked out and enjoyed the episode until they were chasing Ethan. <laughs> wow. That is a long time. That's like five I have a, to ten I minutes. I have a lot of notes in between those two things, yeah. Go back and revisit anything you want. I'll remember sure. it. I just don't have notes about it. Uh, Buffy gets into a car crash. Sure. And I the only reason that this was relevant to me is that she says there's a dent the size of New Brunswick in the oh, car. Yeah. And I'm like, is that your reference point? Well, I was thinking it's because the dent is actually very small. But like, as far as dents in a car go, I feel like it's pretty big. She got T-bone. Reinforce your chassis. It's like going into a ring with weighted gloves. Question two, where did Giles get those jeans? Because like... I don't he know. He doesn't own any jeans. Well, so, yeah. First of all, he would not own jeans. Yeah. Second of all, these are, like, ratty jeans. Like... <laughs> huh. Like, they're... Unless they're his, like, painting jeans. Is that a thing? Where you have shitty yeah. jeans for, like, chores around the house and stuff like that? Yeah. I don't know. I sort of got that. Because I, I buy that he owned the, like, you know, white t-shirt. That's right. That's reasonable. I mean, he's wearing, like, a flannel shirt tied around his waist and, like, black boots. And, I mean, he looks great. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know where he got some of these items. I like it. The The flannel shirt's a bit much for me, but otherwise I guess it just looks too greaser. Oh, But yeah. I think it should look greaser. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, so they find Ethan. He, they try to shake him down. He just runs away. Because <laughs> that's, that's what he always. does. And they, they're chasing him, whatever. Then, I mean, Buffy finds him hiding In a behind. Yeah, like, like she busts through like a wood panel and like he's just there. And he like got in a crate somehow. And like she heard him. Like I was very confused. I was trying to take notes to catch up at this it point. It's a weird, it's a weird place for her to find him. And oh man, like just this whole time, Giles keeps trying to tell Buffy what to do. He keeps just being like, you're my slayer. Do this. I'm your watcher. <laughs> Knock his fucking teeth to the back of his throat. <laughs> He's lying. What are you in? I don't think he is. And shut up. You're my slayer. Go knock his teeth down his throat. Giles. And then she's just like, no. <laughs> it's so 
so good. He hates Ethan so much. Yeah. And so he just is trying to make Buffy beat him up. Uh, Also, the entire time, once Ripper sees Ethan, like, immediately just gives him this look of, like, you're fucking dead now. And gives chase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he leaves, and Joyce and Peace and I are left behind. Peace and I is so into Joyce, but she doesn't care Oh, God. She's, like, she's just, like, get away from me. And he's, like, trying to impress her. He did he, like, like the karate chops. To her. Yeah. <laughs> Scooching close to her was amazing. Yeah. He was saying how he was like a pretty tough guy and he did taekwondo or something. I think at one point he maybe tries to use the fact that he's like a principal. <laughs> he's just trying anything he can to impress her, basically. And she just like wants none of it. Because I mean, there's that and then there's, there's Giles. Giles. <laughs> Giles who isn't paying her the least a bit of oh, attention. She, and she, that, yeah. That's, I mean, guys, this is how you make teenage girls like you. <laughs> You're just super cool and, like, you don't pay attention to them at all. Yeah. (laughs) Be around them, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, don't pay attention to them. Yeah. They'll just want your attention so badly. It feels so gross. Uh, It's the worst. I'm just saying. It's good advice. (laughs) There are no teenagers who listen to this podcast. Probably not. So there's some more terrible stuff with Willow and Xander Ugh. at some point. Their thumbs touch, and then there's this oh, horrible God, music. Right. Yeah. And then Cordelia makes some comment of like, oh, do you want to switch? Uh, While Willow. Willow is looking at Xander yeah. and uh, Oz. And she's like, what? And you're like, you know Cordelia, that's not what she meant. There's no way that was what she meant by that. Like, that's insane. I think it just, like, hits too close to home. Yeah, I guess. It, like, it's sort of what she was thinking about. Which yeah. is terrible. Oz is amazing. Oh, Oz is so good, and Xander's consistently awful. It's just... Ugh. Xander's awful in a way that I enjoy at this point. Yeah. But he's not, like, an awesome guy. No. He's still just, like, a, a regular kind of teenage guy. Yeah. And that's fine, but Oz is much better than that. Oz is so much better than that. Ugh, yeah. It's the worst. But yeah, somehow they find out the tribute is babies. Right, okay. So right. Can, there's a tribute. There's the tribute <laughs> for a demon right, called Laconis. Right, it's a big snake. Oh, we find out that later. Yeah, it's a big snake. <laughs> the tribute's babies because right. it, eat, it eats babies, and they needed all the adults to be inhibition-free so they would be able to take the babies away. And, like... This is pretty convoluted. <laughs> like, if you really... It's not a straightforward plan. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that you're just like, okay, but... For as easily as you can get into the newborn wing right. when you're a bunch of vampires. Right. Like, it just... <gasps> Relying on everyone in the hospital to have eaten this candy and no one to have been sent home. Yeah, so there's a TV trope called complexity addiction. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, it's this this idea that, like... Baby abduction is so shocking that, like, there's this, they have to have this whole convoluted plan to, like, throw the city into chaos to steal the babies. When, in reality, you can just, like, they're vampires. They can just walk in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Shit ain't warded. Yeah. After you've done that before. Yeah, it's just the kind of thing where you're like, you know, I don't care. I don't care that this is kind of convoluted because I'm so on board with everything that's happening that, like, it's fine. It's all fine. So they've caught Ethan, right? Right. They know the tribute snake, or babies for the snake, whatever. Um, they need to keep Ethan, keep Ethan just, like, around without oh, killing yeah. him. So Buffy's <laughs> like, like oh, do you have any rope or something? Does anyone have any something yeah. to tie this guy up? The Joyce. Face. Joyce's face, face as she, she pulls makes. out the handcuffs oh. that she was keeping, I'm assuming, for later. And Buffy's, she's grossed out. She's she so doesn't want to know. No. 
And yeah, so, I mean, clearly they handcuff Ethan to something, and then we don't see him again, right? Yeah, he's just gone for the rest of the episode. That's and I'm assuming he doesn't come back next episode. Nope. I, I guessed that they just handcuffed him mm. and then left him. And he got out. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a scamp. Yeah. A slippery little scamp. <laughs> He'll live to scamp another day, that's scamp for sure. Scamp another day. God, uh, yeah, just the like the transition from Joyce having none of Peace Nye's shit to her then. And Giles pulling, comes back and she's, yeah. <laughs> then, then pulling out the yeah. handcuffs. Like, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And so they find out the, the name of the demon and then like the scoops research him or whatever. Right. Oh, man, when Joyce is on the phone with Willow and then she's like, uh, it's, um, it's Willow. She wants you real bad. <laughs> she just like, oh, it's so good. It's so teenage. Oh, it's, so good. Oh, it's all amazing. This fucking episode. <sighs> right. Yeah. Um, and so. Ripper figures out that they're yeah, in the sewer, I so think. So he still probably has all of his like Giles yeah. knowledge. He just. It's sort Everyone of like knows the that back, they're adults. Yeah, yeah, back of his mind. So he like gets enough going that he's like, oh yeah, like sewers or some shit. Which Whatever, I mean, man. is that enough to go on? Again, don't care. Yeah, and so then we cut to the mayor and some cultists, vampire yeah. cultists. Where do they get these robes? They, they always got the, get always these got, cult robes. I, I mean, you need them, right? You need a. Is there good a vampire robe? seamstress? <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Taylor? I mean, the mayor's the mayor. I'm sure he can <laughs> get things. Get some robes. Well, you know, this this whole ritual thing happens every 30 years. Apparently. Yeah. They gotta pay tribute to this demon? Yeah, it's... Every 30 years is a weird amount of time. It's but, just... And then, like, there's a lot of babies. Thing, yeah. You know? Like, you think people would have noticed that all those babies were I guess just... they only take, like, four babies. But, like, uh, <laughs> at once... All these babies are missing? I'm like newborns because like uh, they came out of the hospital. They're real fresh. Anyways. Mm-hmm. And like it's the year 1998, mm-hmm. Dave. How does the mayor have cell phone service in this sewer? <laughs> I'm glad to see that he has a cell phone. He does. It's smaller than Cordy's was yeah. in that one episode where we saw it and never again. We really haven't done a lot of cell phones. No. Nor will we actually, which is probably easier from a narrative perspective. It is. Because having cell phones makes writing a lot harder, I think. Although, I mean, they don't usually need to call someone And when they do, often. there's a phone nearby. Because, like, who are they calling for information? Giles yeah. or the library. Yeah. Right? That's true. That's true. So I guess it, it probably wouldn't change too much. But, yeah, he's complaining about the uh, the poor state of the sewer. <laughs> he wants to, to make some repairs. As I he's mean... standing in it about to witness babies getting sacrificed to Larconis. Sure. But, like, you know, he takes his mayoral duties yeah. very seriously. He's a good mayor. Yeah. Turns out Larconis is a super fake looking giant snake. Oh, boy. And I didn't think that we got here until the end of the season. <laughs> but um, pish. I mean, it's all the things. Yeah. You don't know anything about this, no, this season no, it's now. Faith, Mayor, and Snake. That's yep. all I had going into the and season. And then We've you found out Angel comes back, right? right? So you, And we saw that too. So yeah, you're done. You don't know shit. No, it's it's done. What yeah. happens now? You know about Wesley? Yeah. Yeah. I, season three? Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure on the timeline there. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got nothing now. I, you're, you're I got so though. nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mayor is still a giant snake. <laughs> but Dave, we've already seen... In a snake body. We've seen or a, in a snake. Human body. I don't know. Two in... Maybe they reuse the same model? <laughs> I know that this one looked fake as shit. It didn't even really look like a snake. 
Yeah. It was very, like, I don't know. The setup for this snake, like, sacrifice chamber really reminded me of Reptile Boy. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't mind it when they do something that was done poorly better. Like, mm-hmm. that's always fine. If they're just like, hey, that episode never existed. I'm perfectly okay with just sure. going along with that fiction. There's no reason to ever discuss Reptile Boy. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, giant snake in a pit where things are sacrificed to it. We've never seen that before no. in this show. Cool. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it's done better, I guess. Whatever. It's so not the point of the episode. <laughs> so not. They introduce it like 10 minutes before the end right? of it. Right? It's just like, I guess... You don't hear the word Larconis until so late. We need a reason for this whole chocolate thing to yeah. have occurred. Here it is. No one cares. Buffy flamethrowers the snake. Everyone's happy. Babies are safe. Yep. Yeah. Woo! Go babies. <laughs> Go babies. <laughs> Uh, uh, next day everything's back to normal oh. Peace Nye is making people do what they don't want to do again no yeah there's because Kiss Kiss Rocks <laughs> Kiss been Rocks has been spray painted on the yeah. lockers and the Scoobies have to clean it up who fucking knows I mean maybe he's targeting them because they saw how lame he was in high school <laughs> he was really lame poor Peace Nye so lame I mean his Taekwondo is excellent so there's that <laughs> Joyce didn't think so <laughs> Joyce did not care for it. But I mean, how does he compete with the accent and the devil may care attitude and the earring and the Stealing. Mm. Man, okay, we forgot, or I forgot about Giles having this gun and then it does come back. Yeah. Oh, when, he, he, <laughs> when he tries to shoot <laughs> Ethan in the head. Ethan. He just straight up is about to, he'll, he's going to shoot Ethan. Because Ethan's yeah. like, oh, no one's watching me. I've got this crowbar. I can come up and clock Buffy <laughs> yep. with it. And Giles is just there with the gun. gun. Yeah. And I was like, wait, doesn't Giles still have a gun? Oh. Yes! <laughs> and then uh, Buffy's unimpressed by this. So she takes the gun and it never comes up again. But whatever. She's more responsible with it than he is. Although, I mean, does she put the safety back on before she puts does it? Does she empty it? No. No. <laughs> Yeah, so there's that, <laughs> which is... Yeah, that safety is for sure off if it's in Giles' hands. Yeah, and she just kind of puts it into her... Pants? Yeah, seems pretty unsafe, <laughs> all things considered. That's how yeah. you lose a butt. And then, yeah, so yeah, we lock Ethan up and then question mark. <laughs> and it's really, like, this... I, I really wish there was more Ethan. Mm. It's tough, though, because we have so many scamps, right? We got Mr. Trick, and him and Ethan have to scamp it up together yeah. at one point. They were scamping it up. Yeah. Trick just, like, kills a factory worker to make sure none of the rest of them sample yeah. the product. Oh, it's so good. And then Trick and Buffy almost fight in mm. the sewer, but in Instead, Giles has to pull a Leroy Jenkins. Let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! And <laughs> get on in there. <laughs> because for some reason, he wants to beat up Mr. Trick. I don't know. Like, Joyce is really upset about this whole baby thing, which, like, I get. Yeah. And so maybe Giles is, like doing it to, more, to like kind of impress Joyce I don't really know it's funny too before they realize they have to go down to the sewer his immediately re immediate reaction is just start making it with Joyce again <laughs> Buffy hates it so much he's so grossed out when she first came uh, up to the building and like walked past uh, them making out she's just like her face when she realizes Wait, what, what she just saw oh so good it's so good I know I understand where she's coming from but you know <laughs> Oh, man. 
And yeah, so the button on our episode is Lovey and, and Giles are walking. They're talking about something that sounds like it could be related to all this, but really it's just the SATs. Yeah. Buffy's not great at math, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joyce is there to pick Buffy up from school. <laughs> and we just have a nice awkward oh, Joyce and Giles scene to so cap everything awkward. off. So good, man. <sighs> I love this episode. Yeah. This was great. I understand now why people were saying, like, <laughs> it would be good when I got to yeah. this. I was kind of apprehensive because it could have gone either way. I didn't get a positive or a negative read on you just, it. You knew that it would be an event. <laughs> it would cause me... To be, yeah, excited in some way. In some way. way. So either because of fury or because of elation. Yeah. Luckily for you, it was elation. Yeah, I've been waiting for this for a while now. I had no clue that this would ever happen. (sighs) Just like every time you talked about Joyce's, I was like, he's going to be so happy. (laughs) And you know what? I'm happy with this. I think we're done. I'm sure they don't really come back to it ever. And that's fine. But we had this time and it was great. (laughs) Oh, man. And yeah, like, I think, I think that uh, P. Sny teenager is my favorite teenaged version because he's, it's just so different. It's so different. We've seen kind of intense Giles, like Ripper Giles before. And this is just like a heightened, like, no cares version of that. And, you know, I mean... Like, Joyce is doing something very different from what she normally does, but we don't really see that much Joyce to begin with. Yeah. But yeah, like, the peace night difference is just... Going from his usual, like, vindictive, controlling <gasps> self down to this guy. God. When he sees those foxy, foxy ladies, ladies go by in the clubs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it's amazing. He's so stoked. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. So, we loved this episode, Dave. How did other people feel about it? Well, Taylor Kingston. Oh, TK. 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 Our favorite IMDb reviewer has the one with the band candy. Right. It's a 10 out of 10. Oh. For P- uh, for TK, yeah. I Actually, no, that. that makes a lot of sense. This is fun. For Teeks? Oh, Nothing yeah. Nothing bad this is happened. Fun top to bottom. And Teeks loves fun. Teeks doesn't like it when Joyce comes on to Xander, but Joyce and Giles being together, that's fine. Because right. they're age appropriate. Age appropriate. Right. right. So, first line I love this episode so much. It's definitely one of my all time favorite episodes, and probably in the top three for season three. That is a much, that's a much smaller. Smaller, or like no, much smaller much, group. Yeah. Than no, no, all a, of the season finale, or no, much no, larger it's a, group. It's a larger sorry. group. So yeah. yeah, that's a much larger group than he normally yeah. goes for. Right. Again, though, this has happened again. Right. Where he's done like the favorite of like top half of my season openers or top half of my season finales, where it's very much a backhanded compliment. Let's say he's got twenty-one favorite yeah, episodes. Yeah, so. This is in his top twenty-one. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> the summary is always good. This is, a, I think, an earlier one, so there's no, like, best part, worst part. Uh, he mentions that the Scoobies have to sell some band candy to raise money for the band. I don't see why they have to. They're not in the band. Why can't the band members sell it? Oh, I know, because Principal Snyder is a douche. <laughs> you go, Teeks. Stop it, Snyder. You're mean. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. This was the plan of the mayor. He needs to sacrifice babies to a demon so that the demon will be on his side or something. You know what, Keats? I'm also confused about that. So it's making clear, yeah. Making people into teenagers who don't care is a good opportunity to steal babies from the hospital. 
middling use of good and opportunity there, yeah. but <laughs> whatever. Now, Michaela, delving into the IMDb reviews, mm. I found one for this episode, which caught my eye. Okay. Now, I'll say off the bat that zero, zero out of four people found this review helpful. Sure. It's a one-star review <laughs> of Band Candy. What? Any episode with Joyce Summers is extremely hard to watch. What? Do tell. Uh, extremely cliche, out of touch with the youth. So this is from the IMDb reviewer Shin Stanier. Okay. Yeah, apparently really hates Joyce. Huh. And the writers should have realized how awful the regular character is when the satire was among the character's best received moments of the show. <laughs> So this, this of course, prompted, it caught my eye. Yeah. Sort of got my curiosity up. Of course. So I looked at the other reviews that this person has given. Uh, a lot of one stars. Wow. So 705 reviews. I'm not sure how many of those are one stars, but huh. The Expanse, the TV show that's going on, there are, I believe, 22 episodes. This person has given the series a 1 out of 10, and every episode a 1 out of 10. There are 20... What? Two one-star reviews of this of the Expanse episodes what? from this one person. They do like some Buffy episodes, so Primeval got a seven, I see. But there's like a lot of ones thrown in here. Angel got a ten out of ten, I think, for the entire series. Huh? Yeah, Shinstanir is one that we'll have to watch out for again. Apparently, really hates Joyce. Enemies, which appears to be a season three episode, also got a one out of ten. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's... But the Zeppo got a nine. Oh, I mean, Zeppo's awesome times. All right. So don't worry about that. It's interesting, though, like, one out of ten is just... Like, that That says to me there is nothing redeeming about this piece of television. It's just vindictive, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like I'm trying to drag down. And, like, this episode has an 8.7 out of ten on IMDb. And I'm sure if no one found it useful, then it doesn't affect the That's ratings possible, as much. Actually. Right? Now, I do respect that... To give something a 1 out of 10 and then at least write down what you didn't like. Like, that's better than just giving it a 1 out of 10. And I think they gave a lot of things just a 1 out of 10 without writing a review. And see, then you're just like, what was so bad about this that it deserves 1 star out of 10? I don't know. That's... Yeah. So that's another thing to keep an eye out for. Michaela, do you have a top fashion outfit for this episode? Oh, Joyce. Oh, like it's... Joyce's entire thing as yeah. a kid is... A... Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's it's just amazing. She looks amazing. She looks so good. Yeah. God. I mean, so does Giles, but yeah. he, he can't. Yeah. I Honestly, I would lose the flannel shirt for him. I think it's yeah. not doing him any favors. Yeah. Yeah. It's making him... It's giving him kind of like a grunge look. Sure. Which... Would be appropriate. For, like, the 90s, but not necessarily for when Giles was a teenager. Yeah, maybe. But, like, teenage Giles transported to the 90s would probably be grunge. <laughs> yeah. When I noticed he had an earring on, mm. died. Because, like, he has a pierced ear. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Because after, like, once he was back to normal Giles, yeah. I noticed his ear. Interesting. Because the thing is, too, if he doesn't normally wear the earring, then, like, the hole wouldn't be as noticeable. But once you put an earring in it, I think yeah. it would be more noticeable. So I suspect that the actor probably has. Yeah. Dave, who won this episode? Joyce and Giles? Like, <laughs> it's... I think Joyce probably won more. I'm not... It... It's See, tough. at the end, though, when uh... they both come down off of it... <laughs> 
Like, uh, in a way, I always want to say that Ethan wins. Because, I mean... <laughs> Ethan did win. Ethan gets paid. Yeah. He gets away. Trick specifically yeah. notes that he still paid Ethan because Ethan he did, did his the job. job. Yeah. It did, it's not Ethan's problem. That, that Buffy, the Slayer came yeah. in and ruined everything. So, like, yeah. Ethan shows up, stirs some shit up, gets paid, and leaves. Yeah. Gets put in handcuffs, <laughs> but still gets away just fine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Ethan. <laughs> And whenever he comes up, I'm sure we'll say that he's the winner. But that's because he always wins. He really does, though, you know? He Joyce really and Giles does. had a great time. At, but at the end of but the at day... at the end of the episode, they're a lot more sad. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. And, like, no way did Peace and I win. <laughs> no. No. Zero percent. Like, no, none of the actual teenagers win because they had to deal with all of that nonsense. There's a moment where Buffy's like, they're acting like a bunch of us. They're acting like a bunch of us. acting like a bunch of us. They don't act like this. And Willow's like, we don't act like this. But then you can see her kind of being like, oh no. Do we? <laughs> Looking into the mirror is not, not working for is her. Is this just a slightly caricaturized version of us? Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it might be there, Will. Yeah. Good times. Oh man. What a good time. Is this that your... Was amazing. Like, this really seems like this is the best time you've had so far. I think this might be. Yeah. From like a just pure fun perspective. Like you know? Guardians of the Galaxy style fun. Yeah. 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 You had fun. That's For good. For sure. I think it'll be hard to top this. I don't know. I love the fact that there's a musical episode later on, and I'm sure there are fun episodes from here on out, but yeah. it, this is a real good one. This is the kind of thing where, as a concept, if I were to tell you, there's an episode where all the oh. adults eat candy and act like teenagers. Doesn't that sound oh. like it could be horrible? That sounds like a disaster of a, an yeah. episode. But then they do it right. Yeah. And I'd so here we are. I was just thinking this is something like you get uh, a cheap episode from this, right? Right. It's not too expensive to make. There are a right. couple new sets and they have to do some driving shots and there's like a car crash. Mm-hmm. So it's not the cheapest thing, but it's not super expensive. But where the investment really pays off is in having these actors. Yeah. And if you don't have the actors, it yeah. all falls apart. Right. Because if you had people who couldn't pull this off, it would not work out. And the writing. And I'm yeah. assuming some leeway with the writing for the actors to improvise because I'm sure they were doing that. Apparently this is the first one that Jane Espenson wrote. Wow. So Good job, her. I mean, Jane Espenson is... She's everywhere. Okay. Right? Like, a lot of... Uh, a lot of Buffy. Like, after this, there's a lot of... Once Upon a Time is one of oh, her yeah. things. And a bunch of Torchwood and, like, Dollhouse and oh, Battlestar. Okay. And uh, some Gilmore Girls. Yeah. You know, so, like, she's, she's had a good time. Fair. <laughs> Just so much fun. Coming up next, we have an episode called Revelations. All right. Uh, where we meet Faith's Watcher. Oh, Wesley. I guess it's Faith's new Watcher. Because yeah. her old Watcher Dying. was horribly murdered yeah. by Kakistos. Right. Taquitos, yeah. <laughs> Taquitos. I couldn't remember what you called him. <laughs> I couldn't remember what his name was at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So that should be good times. It's certainly her new Watcher. <laughs> Is it Wesley? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. All right. It's not Wesley. <laughs> that says bad things for that Watcher then. <laughs> Wait, no, isn't Wesley Buffy's watcher? Because Giles gets, like, fired by the council. 
Michaela's doing that thing where she doesn't tell me things, so I know I'm on the right track, but, like, not sure how right. You you already know about Wesley, so yeah. when this new watcher shows up who is not Wesley, I already know you're gonna have questions. Yeah. And so, like, this now ends the, like, I can't tell you anything after no, this, right? Fine. Because, I, I mean, yeah, let's let you come up with some stuff. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. I'll work on that for next week. Good. I remember there's a really nice shot of, I think it's both Giles and Wesley doing the glasses thing yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely true. Uh, so I know that there's some overlap with them at some point, but yeah. uh, this is also muddled. Anyway, that's it for us here this week. If you want to reach out to us about anything we've said over the course of the show, you can email us, beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. That's in the show notes. You can also find this episode up on the Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. Or you can reach out to Michaela or I personally on TV Tropes, where we are users, <laughs> active users. I'm at Learning the Tropes, Michaela. I'm at Tropical Michaela. Ooh, very nice. <laughs> and until next time, farewell from the Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.